This is Jewish Board Talk with Sharif Zephard, only on 101.9 High FM. Have you ever wondered what it is like to be the director of the Cape Council of the South African Jewish Board of Deputies? Well, wonder no more. My guest now, Daniel Bloch, has been in the position for one year, and he joins me to tell me about his hopes, dreams, and aspirations for the Jewish community in the Mother City and its surrounds. Daniel, welcome, and thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me this afternoon. Daniel, um, so it's been one year. What were the expectations when you started? I did initially get involved with the Board of Deputies because I wanted to do more in the community. I wanted to help. I wanted to be proactive and be there, not just be one of the members expecting other people to do the work. My expectation has been fulfilled in the sense of I've literally got into the trenches, uh, working with different organizations, working with members of the community, and it's been absolutely fantastic. I remember early on when you just started, um, you were phoning me and you were somewhere from outside Cape Town and you were doing a recce on the communities and surrounding areas. Do you want to tell me a little bit about the communities and how many there are and where they are and how they are? And don't quote me on the numbers because they've changed a bit slightly, but there's approximately 13,000 Jews living in the Western Cape uh, and there's plus minus uh, 400 that live in what we call our country communities, so outside of Cape Town, so areas like Oatsorn, Hermanus, Plettenberg Bay. And uh, when we spoke and I was doing that little recce, it was actually going around to some of the communities just to connect with people, just to say hello, uh, to go and see how they're doing, to, you know, have a chat with them. We had a Brian Oatsorn and just got to have a, you know, like a, like a hail of a chat about what they're going through, what they need from us. And they love living where they are and they just want a connection. And the fact that we came out to see them and be with them is, is they were very grateful. So uh, that's part of what we do is just keeping that connection going. So at one time, the Plett community was growing. Is that still happening? I don't think they're growing at the moment now, but a lot of people go to Plett. So I think if I'm not mistaken, there might be about 30 people living in Plett at the moment. There is probably one of the most beautiful shuls anywhere in the countries in, in Plett. It's just fantastic. And their cemetery as well is is seven or eight years old, beautifully maintained. But there are a lot of holiday makers that go to Plett. So, for example, over Pesach now, the shul, you know, the shul was buzzing. There were people in there. And, and over the Yontavim, uh, it does get quite busy, So, it's, which is nice to see. But I think a lot of the communities, they've got small pockets of, of Jewish families living in the various areas. So, And where, how far does your country extend in terms of your country communities? How far do you go out? So we go up to about... So trying to figure out my map to about right about Plettenberg Bay goes all the way up to even Beaufort West, where there's still a Jewish cemetery there, uh, which we work alongside the municipality to ensure it's maintained, it's cleaned. Uh, and then also along the West Coast past, you know, Lungaban, Paketburg. So Western Cape, anything past the borders of the Western Cape, and then it uh, falls outside of our jurisdiction. What are the communities, they love living where they do. I know I've visited some of them. And um, what I've also noticed is a lot of historical uh, sites, a lot of stories that, you know, every now and then pop up on the heritage site, for example, of um, Jewish museums and things like that. Tell me about the history and the preservation of it and also the needs of the people living there. I think in the past year, I've learned more about the Jewish history and the community in the Western Cape than I have in my 43 years of living. Um, it is fascinating, and I think I'd love to know from the community how many times they've driven past Paketburg, for example, or Caledon, or any of these places where there are Uniondale, for example, where there's beautiful, Uniondale's got 
still the structure of the old shul, which the Lions Club maintained. And they use it for Pilates, etc. But you go in there and the, the Bima and the Arona Kodesh is still in the immaculate state and they look after it. You know, the museum in Ceres, for example, the Tokhres Museum, we visited there a couple of months ago. And the history of the Jewish community, of, of what the Jews did when they came from Europe, what they set up, the industries that they started, the economies that they built up, it's absolutely fascinating. And also, I mean, you go to the SA Jewish Museum and you see the history there. I just think it's absolutely fascinating. And it's important that as a community, we maintain our heritage and our history. And I really do recommend to anybody driving through the towns to go and visit the old shuls to go see the museums where they are and just be proud of where we've come from and, and how we've helped grow South Africa. I mean, anecdotally, I also get the feeling that um, a lot of Joburg Jews are heading towards Cape Town. Have you noticed um, the influx? Yes. So actually, we are currently working on a, a bit of a simigration project. Uh, you know, Cape Town recently, according to studies, was voted the third best city to live in, uh, just behind Barcelona and Sydney, I think it is. Uh, not trying to brag. So we are seeing a lot more people, not just from Johannesburg, but from other parts of South Africa and even from overseas that are moving to Cape Town for the opportunities around work, travel, tourism. And really, there's a lot to offer, not just as a city of Cape Town, but the Jewish community as well, with the different schools, the shuls that we have and the opportunities for to live a really amazing life. I know we've got challenges, you know, you've got challenges everywhere, but uh, the grass isn't always green on the other side. But the grass is quite green and lush in Cape Town. And tell me a little bit about the community and um, what your projects are that you're working on. The Western Cape community is diverse. It's unique. We've got a lot of different ideas and thinking and beliefs. And it's exciting. And, you know, I get to talk to different people on a, on a daily basis and no conversation is the same. You know, a project that we'd like to focus on, we have been focusing on, and something that's important for me is just connecting with people, regardless within our community, regardless of whether you're religious or not, whether you're kosher or not, whether your child goes to a Jewish school or not, people just want that connection. So the different projects that we're looking at is to try and connect with that, the younger age groups, the young families, try and see what their challenges are, try and see how we can get them more involved in the community. We've got a number of projects that we run through our Generation Next subcommittee. Uh, we've got the Semigration Project, as I, as I mentioned. And then we do a lot of work with interfaith and intercommunity. It's important to, you know, work with your neighbor. It's not just for our community to thrive. We need our neighbors to be happy where we're living. So we do a lot of work with uh, various other religious groups and various other community groups. So it really is all about connecting with people. Uh, educating, uh, or, or shall I say more engaging, that's uh, on, our, on our logo. It's educate, engage, and empower. And to bring more people into a circle of trust, you know, make the community more aware and uh, happy communities, a happy life. Yeah, I have to commend you on your interfaith work that you do in Cape Town. It's something that really shines out because I think the other areas, we, we struggle a little bit more with interfaith, more so than what you do. Maybe it's just more for Lachve in Cape Town generally. Yeah. It's the good sea breeze, Daniel. I have to ask you your challenges. So the challenges since I've been here or the challenges coming up? <laughs> bit of both. But, bit of both, yes. Yeah. So I think the one challenge that we're all facing in South Africa is the rise of anti-Semitism, and the anti-Israel rhetoric, I think the lines have been blurred. We've seen it from May last year, how anti-Israel turned into anti-Semitic overnight. And it's not something that's going away, but we still have to live our lives. So we still have to go to our functions. We still got to go to shul. We've got to celebrate our simchas 
And we are very well protected in Cape Town. And the community doesn't need to be afraid to go out and, and, and live their lives. I mean, that's the mandate of the Board of Deputies is to protect the civil rights of the Jewish community. And we should be proud of who we are. And we shouldn't be afraid to go out and, and show that to the rest of the community. And the contributions we make on a daily basis to the Western Cape and to the South African community is immense. So I think that's probably one of the challenges. Uh, I'd say one of the bigger challenges. But then it's also, it's keeping those connections, you know, keeping everybody connected within the community, uh, keeping the Yiddishkeit alive. And I think that's, it's, it's not necessarily a challenge, but it's something that you have to continuously work on. It's like a marriage. You know, you can't take it for granted. I hope my wife's not listening. Uh, I hope she is actually, she should hear that. But you can't take it for granted. And you need to be working on it every single day. And you can't rely on other people to make you feel more included. You've got to get involved yourself. So those are two areas I think we'd like to focus on and, and just be aware of. Daniel, um, you talk about the heterogeneous community. I mean, we that's what kind of I like about the Jewish community is that everybody has their own way of connecting to Judaism and, and it's important for them to, to find their own Jewish identity. The tensions between left and right in Cape Town, is it bigger than people imagine it or not so much? To be honest, I haven't really experienced that much. You know, you see a few things here, you have a couple of conversations, but, you know, there certainly is two camps. There are those people that believe in one opinion and other people that believe strongly in something else. So I don't necessarily think it's something that should be dividing our community. I mean, at the end of the day, we're all Jewish. And at the end of the day, those people that are, are coming picketing and protesting, they're not interested in whether you're left or right, you're Jewish. Uh, mm -hmm. So I'd like to think that we can overcome our differences of opinion and still be one uh, homogenous or homogeneous community. I mean, just from my own experience, it does actually seem to be getting better. Um, it's not our community is not as divided as it may have been five years ago. Because, and I think there's a genuine um, willingness and, and leadership to engage with different aspects of Judaism and and try and sort out the issues as and when they arise. I couldn't agree more. I think, as I said, we're all Jewish, so we need to accept the fact that this isn't 20 years ago. What was acceptable or what was practiced 20 years ago uh, has changed. Uh, I'm not going to talk into about halakha and rabbinical because I'm not a rabbi, um, but people are changing. People are observing Judaism in their own way, which is comfortable. I mean, if I look at myself, I, I'm not kosher at home, but I go to shul regularly, involved in the shul committee, but I'm not shomre. I've got other friends that are kosher, but they don't go to shul. And I've got other friends that aren't kosher and don't go to shul, but they are proud to be Jewish and they're proud to affiliate with Israel. So Everybody's different and we need to be able to accept the different melting pots of culture within our own community. And that's one way that we can grow stronger. Daniel, my last question to you is about the incredible networking that happens in Cape Town and, and possibly because it's smaller, but I know you're involved with Mensch and you're involved with all the different organizations. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, so I think an important uh, um, mandate for the board as well is to connect into community and to do outreach. Uh, we've got a number of programs that we've been running for a number of years, and you've mentioned organizations like Mensch, uh, who we've been involved with, for example, their Cookathon last year, which was by Zoom. And hopefully this year we'll be able to have a nice larger crowd of people getting together to raise money for a variety of uh, worthy causes, feeding schemes, children's homes, etc. And the work we do also with Interfaith. I mean, I went to an Interfaith event a couple of months ago, and we went there for prayer for the city. And we were in the middle of a place called um, uh, in between Bontehill and Bishop Lavis and different religious groups. And we just said our prayers in our own languages. And then afterwards, we, we gave out food parcels to the children in the area. And some of them hadn't eaten in like a day. And to see their faces saying, thank you, you know, we value that. So I think from a board perspective, 
Uh, we do a lot of work with refugees as well uh, with food parcels. And it, it's important to show that we care and that we are here to support our neighbours and support the communities around us. So I take my hat off to organisations like MENS, the Union of Jewish Women, and other, all those organisations out there that are doing immense work to uh, support those people in need. Daniel, I've enjoyed working with you. I've certainly enjoyed the last 15 minutes chatting to you. Thank you very much for joining me. Thank you so much, Elise. No, I've enjoyed it as well. And I uh, hope you have a good Shabbos and enjoy the, the weekend. Thank you very much. Shabbat Shalom, Daniel. That was my colleague, Daniel Blach, who is the director of the Cape Council of the South African Jewish Board of Deputies.